Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. Good morning! I am so excited to be here with you today, and we are happy, joyous, and free. Uh, I do a lot of dumb, stupid things every day where I say to myself, uh, what was I thinking? What the heck was I thinking? But one thing that I know when I put my head on that pillow at night is that I didn't kill today, and that gives me a tremendous feeling of joy and uh just peace and serenity. You know, we live in a very violent world. There is horrific violence happening all over the place. And we wonder, you know, why? Why is this violence happening? What's going on? And uh, violence begets violence. So take a look at the violence that you may be committing unwittingly every day and say to yourself, hey, um, if I don't want a violent world, which hopefully you don't, I'm not going to commit violence. And that is a really wonderful way to incorporate nonviolence. If we all did just that, we could have a nonviolent world in a couple of seconds. Uh, Today, we are talking with an incredible panel, Donnie Moss of TheirTurn.net, Adita Berncrant of New York Class 2 of the nation's leading animal activists about an extraordinary event. And that is that the Impossible Whopper will debut this Wednesday, August 8th, in 7,200 Burger Kings nationwide. This is an extraordinary development for our movement. Uh, And I would like to start with Adida. Adida, what is your reaction to this? And will you be going and getting a burger uh, at a vegan Impossible Whopper at Burger King on Wednesday? Well, I'm just thrilled and blown away by um, how widespread now we see this across different chains, not just Burger King, but the Beyond Burger, the Beyond Sausage debuting at Dunkin' Donuts. Um, I think we're really at a tipping point where when we see um, huge fast food chains taking on plant-based meats because they know consumers want this, this is um, a huge positive uh, move, movement for us, for, for the plant-based movement, for vegans, for animal rights, that you don't get any more mainstream than fast food restaurants where so many people um, choose to eat every day for better or worse. So the fact that we will have these alternatives is really a huge deal, and I'm very excited about it. I think it speaks volumes about how far we've come with educating the public about the realities of animal agriculture, the detriments to human health, to the environment, to animals, and the fact that these um, alternatives that are cruelty-free do exist and now are even available in the most accessible places um, everywhere, every town, has a Burger King, Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin Robbins is debuting vegan ice cream this week also. We have definitely reached the tipping point of becoming accessible to the mainstream, so I'm super excited about that. Donnie? 
you know, for years, um, I, I made the switch to a plant-based diet about 14 years ago. And, you know, how many years was I driving on highways during road trips, unable to find anything to eat? Now you can pull off a, a highway at any rest stop and there are so many options. This was unthinkable several years ago, even unthinkable probably two years ago. Yeah, yeah. There was those alternatives didn't exist even two years ago. It is rapidly changing. So how could we not be excited about this? Donnie. Yeah, I was just I was just going to say that it was about two months ago that Beyond Meat, another plant-based meat alternative, uh, launched its uh, public offering, its stock. And the initial public offering price was $25. And in just the course of a couple of months, the price has skyrocketed to, I think it's about $175 today. At one point, it was over $200. And that just, not only does that reflect the excitement in, main, in now the mainstream for plant-based alternatives to meat, but it, it's also generating excitement from people who weren't thinking about it before, people who follow the stock market. Yes. And do we still have Nadia from Baltimore on? I'm here. Okay, what is your question yes. or thought, Nadia? Well, um, I, I own a, uh, a restaurant here, the Land of Kush in Baltimore. Uh, I've actually had the uh, Impossible Burger. Uh, it's been available since um, last month. And um, I like it. I think it's a good thing. And I was just reading an article, you know, of course, there's some concerns with vegans and, you know, the grill that it's cooked on. But what caught my eye was that 90% of the people that are consuming the Impossible Burger are not even vegan or vegetarian. And that speaks volumes because it shows you that if they're not eating a Whopper and they're eating an Impossible Whopper, that's less cruelty that's happening to the animals. Absolutely. And let me tell you this. We are joined now by Paige Parsons Roach, our booker here on Jane and Jane, and an amazing activist. And I also have a very special guest. Foxy <laughs> is joining us today. Yay. And if you love animals, uh, these pigs and these cows are just like your dogs and cats at home. So extend that circle of compassion and try the Impossible Whopper. If you see me looking for it is because I am sharing this video right now. This video, hit share and share it with your friends. We need everybody in the world to show up at the 7200 Burger King in the United States and order the Impossible Whopper. Uh, and, uh, I want you to weigh in on how excited you are. I am so excited. You know, we, we've done so many fun lunch break lives at all the fast food spots. So we're, we're, we're headed over to that Whopper very soon. And I had just tried the delicious non-dairy choices at Baskin Robbins over the weekend. Nadia, are you still on? I'm still here. I'm hanging on. <laughs> morning about her 10,000 people that came to the Soul Fest, the vegan Soul Fest in Baltimore, Maryland. And last year, I think it was yes. plus, so many fabulous people trying the vegan food. And this is only going to make it easier and more accessible for people to try plant-based op options, less cruelty, being able to drive in and drive out and grab and go. Donnie Moss, we've had people calling and emailing even before we started this program wanting to know, is the bun vegan? You've been doing some research. What have you found out, Donnie Moss? I mean, a simple, a simple Google search showed me that the, the burger doesn't contain any egg or uh, dairy products. So as far as I can tell, the bun is vegan. And uh, 
Yeah. So when you go into the, the restaurant, if you are a vegan, just say, I don't want the mayonnaise. I just want the bun itself, the burger and the lettuce, tomato and pickles and leave the mayo and leave any cheese off and uh, just just be uh, vigilant about that and uh, make sure that you don't have any uh, mayonnaise or any uh, cheese on it and you should be good to go. If you want to, you could bring your own veginaes. If you yeah. feel like, oh, I can't have a burger without mayo, well, just bring your own veginaes. Sure. You can have the ketchup, you can have the mustard, you can have the pickle, you can have the tomato, you can have the lettuce, you can have the Impossible Whopper, and you can have the bun. Um, <laughs> and you are so right. As I was researching this this morning, all I was coming upon, and I was researching in the business section, okay, CNBC, and I was looking at just the enormous number of uh, new vegan products that are going crazy. Uh, according to uh, data from uh, the NPD group, 95% of plant-based burger buyers have bought a beef burger within the last year. Now, that may sound, oh, in, on the face of it, ooh, but actually it's good news. If we're going to veganize the world, we can't... It's a process, not an event. We're not going to wake up tomorrow and everybody's going to be vegan. What it is, is people who eat meat trying something and saying, wow, that tastes as good or better than the dead animals that I'm eating that are filled with cholesterol and there's all sorts of other health issues. Processed meat is officially cancer causing. I'm going to try that. So, um, Donnie, let me ask you, in terms of how the world is changing, how significant is this? the second largest fast food uh, enterprise on the planet right after McDonald's, which is, uh, you know, uh, lagging, lagging. And there's been protests about that. In fact, uh, Jane Unchained has a whole story on a massive protest against McDonald's uh, that occurred after the animal rights conference or during the animal rights conference. But how big is this Burger King development in the big picture? And I'd like both of you to weigh in on that. It makes plant-based meat so much more accessible that people are no longer going to be able to use the excuse of it's just too inconvenient. And the other thing is, you know, over the years, I've heard so many people say, and I don't believe this to be true, but that eating a plant-based diet is more expensive, which is why so many people have to take their families out to fast food restaurants. Well, that excuse goes away now because now fast food restaurants are carrying plant-based meats. I was at and the, and, uh, an animal rights march in, in San Francisco. It was called the uh, Animal Liberation March uh, over uh, around Memorial Day. And I was interviewing people on the street to get their reaction to an animal rights march moving by. And one guy who was sort of openly hostile at the beginning of the conversation said, you know what, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of busting your chops. I really am excited about trying the Beyond Burger. So it's, it's just, it's an exciting time because these plant-based alternatives, Impossible and Beyond Meat, have brought these products into the mainstream. I have to to jump in because we've got a caller from Greece of all places. Greece, Lindsay, what is your Hi, Jane. I'm so excited to be on this show from Greece. I am so excited and, and yet disappointed that I can't be there on Wednesday to uh, buy uh, a, a Whopper, a vegan Whopper. So what I'm going to do is call all of my friends in America and ask them to please go out. I'm going to call people all over the U.S. and ask them to go out and buy a burger for me because I can't do it myself. 
Now, Lindsay, are you seeing, obviously, Greece is uh, the Mediterranean diet. There's a lot of uh, vegan options. Just Okay, just be, be still because if you're moving, we're getting a lot of, uh, like, it's almost like the ocean between us. Um, but uh, in Greece, which obviously the Mediterranean diet is primarily plant-based, that's are you seeing vegan options, vegan restaurants? Yes, I was in a lot of different restaurants so far, and all of them had vegan options. In fact, the, we have a chef, we have our own chef on the boat, and they're cooking vegan for me. And Woo! two of the other young ladies that are here, I've been talking to them about it, and they're both very open. One is vegetarian, and the other one is dairy-free. So I've been talking to them about it as well, and right now we're just sitting down to dinner. It's 8 o'clock at night here. And we're going to have dinner, and there are three or four vegan dishes on the table right now. So All right. It's great. Well, Lindsay, you are one of our heroes. You have, um, you have completely revolutionized the vegan movement, and your coverage of the horse racing horrors has been extraordinary. I'll let you go. Enjoy. Um, and uh, stay safe on that boat and keep spreading the vegan word in Greece. Woo-hoo! Thank you. I will do that, Jana. I love you guys so much. Miss you all. Love you and miss you. All right. So this is a global movement, and it's so exciting. We are talking about the debut of the Impossible Whopper at 7,200 Burger Kings around the United States. And just think of all the cows who will be saved. Okay, so um, for every bite, and remember, when you're dealing with processed meat, it comes from a variety of different sources. Whoever's on, hang up. Okay, uh, thank you, sorry about that. Um, But you're dealing with processed meat from a variety of different sources, and you can be eating the body parts of hundreds of cows in one hamburger. If that doesn't make you wanna, I don't know what. So now with the Impossible Burger, you can literally have a delicious, delicious burger that tastes just like meat. In fact, in some places, they're serving them indiscriminately and people can't tell the difference without the cholesterol, without the suffering, without contributing to climate change. Continue on, Donnie. You were making some points and then we'll go to Adida. Oh, just just about the fact that uh, the accessibility of of the Impossible Burger at, at, McDonald's, at Burger King, I'm sorry, and all of the other plant-based meats at all these other fast food restaurants really removes this excuse that people have of it's not available or I can't afford it. Um, I was at, uh, one more point, I was at a, a, a conventional restaurant over the weekend and it's, it was mostly uh, fish and meat and they had the Beyond Burger on the on the menu, and I and and I was with a, another a vegan friend, and we were both eating this burger. It, even though we've both had it many times, we're both asking each other, "Are we sure this is a plant based burger?" They are so real; uh, they really do mimic the real thing. And so, for anyone who th- is grossed out at, at the idea of eating a plant based burger, please give it a try. All right, Adita. Yeah, and I would echo Donnie's points in that, you know, the the Impossible Burger debuted at White Castle, I think last year at some point. And I know it's it's doing very well. And I went there to try it when it first came out. And I was speaking with other people there. And there was such a level of excitement about this and about how regular people who were not vegans or vegetarians tried it and were amazed at how much it tasted like real meat. 
So it was very impressive um, in White Castle to customers there, to people trying it for the first time. And I'm sure the same thing will happen with Burger King. And the level of excitement about the promotion is amazing. All of the White Castles in New York City had signs promoting We Have Impossible. Everywhere in the subways, bus shelters, they're promoting um, the Dunkin' Donuts Um, beyond sausage everywhere you go you see this all of the Dunkin Donuts employees are wearing shirts that say beyond urging people to try the beyond Um, it's amazing how normalized these plant-based meats are becoming and once it is normalized which it wasn't even five years ago it makes it easier for the public to want to try these products because it just seems normal oh we've got Sarah from Atlanta your question or thoughts Sarah Hey, everybody. I'm really happy about this because I like uh, every time I talk to people about vegan, a lot of times they say that they love the taste of meat. And I'm like, great, you know, now you can have that same taste that you crave, the flavor, without the cruelty. And that's just great. It's possible through impossible. So I'm really happy about this. <laughs> and are you going to go on Wednesday and bring your friends and get an impossible Whopper? Um, I would consider it. Yeah, I mean, for sure, I'll I'll bring anybody that wants to try it. Yeah, because I've had an Impossible Burger before, and even though I don't really want a flavor of meat, I think that so many people they crave that flavor, and it's really just the flavor. It's not. I don't really believe anybody in their home wants to hurt animals. I believe that they just are used to the normalized violence, and this is going to be game changer, a hundred percent. Thank you, Sarah from Atlanta. All right, Paige, what's your thought? Well, I wanted to point out that I just read an article about uh, 216 million vegan burgers have been eaten this year alone, representing 95% of all eaters. 228 million burgers were ordered at fast food restaurants, up to 10% from last year. This is straight from Live Kindly. According to market researcher, up 10%, up 10%, 10%. yes. NBD, NPD group. Beef burgers are still the most popular order, but growth is flat. 18% of adults say they're trying to eat more plant-based food, while 60% noted they want to eat more protein. The rising popularity of plant-based burgers is attributed to increased availability at fast food chains, such of as course. Burger King, White yeah. Castle, Carl's Jr. But the point mm-hmm. is, so many of these mainstream restaurants are talking about how it's the non-vegans that are eating these burgers. So that's the Yes, point. yes. It's I mean, not the vegans. We don't want to be an exclusive club, people. Exactly. We don't want to be an exclusive club. And I had, uh, I had a very, very interesting conversation with the director-producer of A Prayer for Compassion because we were talking about how do we get to non-judgment because sometimes we like to judge. And he said, if you've ever tasted meat, then you should judge yourself the way you're judging other people. So if you've ever tasted meat and you weren't born completely vegan and you've never purchased a piece of leather or or worn a fur or done any of those things that we now condemn, if you've done any of those things, then don't judge anyone else because you should judge yourself as well. And I thought that was a very good way to put it. This is not about judging. This is not about condemning. This is about inviting and enrolling people into a wonderful lifestyle that is going to make them healthier, that is going to save the planet from environmental catastrophe, and that's going to save the torture 
avoiding torture of billions, literally billions of animals who are just like my adorable Foxy here, who is the love of my life and my little princess. And you have your princes and princesses at home. So that's what it's about. And I think if we just change that vibration and realize, hey, guys, we're inviting you to this great party. That's um, that's a wonderful, wonderful uh, point. And from our control room, uh, the very uh, astute A-Rod says, that's not Rico. Where's Rico? <laughs> well, guess what? I was racing around. I was late. And Rico was Rico's over there on the couch. We'll bring him in on the next segment. Foxy was right there. And I said, okay, Foxy, you're up. You're up at that. <laughs> She's so loving it. We're going to take a brief break on Voice America Radio, but we're going to stay live on Facebook. I urge everyone on Facebook, share this video right now. Share it with your friends. Let's get everybody to show up at the 7200 Burger Kings nationwide around the country. If you're upset about violence in this world, the easiest way... For you to make a statement against violence is to order that impossible Whopper. Do it on Wednesday. Bring your friends and we can make this a permanent menu item because remember, it's not permanent right now. They are introducing it. They want to see how it sells. We have got to step up to the plate, literally, and order those impossible Whoppers. So uh, when we come back, we're going to discuss McDonald's, but let's Everybody, stay right there. We're staying live on Facebook as we take a break on Voice America Radio. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel the voice america talk radio network is on instagram make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows live events and around the network we want to see what you have to share as well check us out on instagram at voice america talk radio we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We are live on Voice America Radio with three of my favorite people and one of my favorite 
companion animals. This is little Rico. I'm here with Paige Parsons Roach, our booker, and an amazing activist in her own right, and Adita Bernkrad, who is an extraordinary activist with New York Class, who has uh, achieved many victories getting the carriage horses off the main streets. Now they're pushed back to Central Park, uh, part of a huge movement to respect all animals, and Donnie Moss uh, of TheirTurn.net, who has done extraordinary work um, really creating things impossible. Talk about the impossible Whopper that we're all going to go out and buy Wednesday at Burger King. Donnie has achieved impossible things by never giving up. The man's relentless. We've got calls coming in. Okay, uh, Tracy San Diego, what is your question or thought, Tracy? Hey, hi, Jane. Hi, everybody. This is Tracy from San Diego. And um, just wanted to say I'm so excited that Burger King is doing this. It's awesome. And also... Um, just a little bit about myself. I've been vegan for so long, since 1990, and my brother is, my one brother, who lives in the same area as me, is completely the opposite extreme. <laughs> and, you know, votes differently, uh, eats differently. It's been a point of contention between us. But um, I was so excited that when he actually volunteered to me that he had tried the Carl's Jr. Burger, he's tried... Um, the Beyond Burger actually brought it to his house on his own and, and uh, grilled it up and loved it. So that is a huge testimonial to me and to everyone to know that, you know, it, like, you, like we said, you don't need to market to the vegans. We're sold. We don't really, you know, maybe, maybe don't need this taste. But um, for meat eaters, this is a huge, huge shift. You are so right, Tracy. You bring up such an important point. We cannot be purists in this situation to say, well, we're going to uh, um, wait for whatever, or we're going to condemn this because of whatever. It's when you look in the eyes of those cows and those pigs who are going to slaughter. And honestly, every time I go to a safe movement vigil, I am a wreck for several days because I can't get those expressions out of my eyes. You know, who pays the price for that purity? Uh, the price is exactly. paid cows, those cows. And this and my and my and my brother and sister in law they they don't value the same things that I do they don't look at things the same way but the fact is they've just decided to try it on their own and so and they loved it so um, now that it's going to be a Burger King it's going to be even that more accessible for people who um, who may not really care that much about farm animals but they. They just want to try it, and maybe they're doing it for the planet or for whatever reason. Maybe they think it's, you know, it's healthier. It is healthier, definitely. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's yeah. just, I, I can't even believe it that it's happening after all these years. It's happening. <laughs> so excited. is occurring, and I want to talk yep. to you about that. I mean, thank you, Tracy Childs, another incredible activist down in San Diego. I'm happy to say she's one of our contributors, always going live. Incredible, incredible. Uh, person and uh, thank you for calling. Now, Adida, what? Let's get a look at the global picture. Thank you for looking at the green eye. Um, let's get a look at the global picture because we, in order to to avoid cataclysmic ecological collapse, we have to switch our culture to a vegan culture, a plant based culture. Let's not use the hot button word vegan when we say switch the culture because some people vegan. Okay, we have to switch to a meatless culture, a plant based culture by twenty. 26 if we are to avoid ecological collapse. That's according to Dr. Selesh Rao, a systems analyst, 
a PhD out of Stanford who has researched this study, this issue very closely. Um, do you see this as I see this maybe as the shift, the moment that we are shifting as a culture? Yeah. I think a lot decades of work and activism have led to this moment, but we are really are in a crisis situation. This planet is in a crisis. Human health is in a crisis. Life as we know it is in a crisis. And I think you cannot deny that anymore. We are raising and killing more, billions more animals for food than we have humans on the planet. We simply cannot sustain life on earth with things as they are. And scientists are increasingly connecting animal agriculture to climate change. It cannot be denied. And I think that is part of what is leading to this revolution of plant-based eating becoming more normalized. Corporations, companies, restaurants embracing these alternatives, not only because it is better for human health, it is better for the health of our planet. And we really have no choice if we care about the future of humanity and of other species on this earth. These are proven connections, cannot be denied. For a long time, I think people tried to deny them or sweep it under the rug, but we are at the point now that we cannot deny it and turn a blind eye any longer. All right, now, Lisa, Lisa Carlin, I believe, Thousand Oaks. What is your question or thought, Lisa? I just wanted to say how excited I am that Burger King is now following uh, Carl's Jr. and Del Taco, only they are coming out with the Impossible Burger. I think they are all fantastic because there's so many times when I'm on the road and I'm starving or it's late at night. And I got to tell you, I go to Del Taco, I go to Carl's Jr., and now I'm going to go to Burger King. Uh, my <laughs> recommendation is to ask for it well done. Ask for it well done. I think it tastes better. And... Um, I think that when people begin to, when they like it, hopefully, my hope is that people will become more sensitive to the environmental impact of eating meat. And when you realize that a pound of meat requires 2,500 gallons of water go into the production of just one pound of meat, that's what Jane is talking about with climate change and, how, and, and for us needing to have um, a cultural change or we're going to have a cultural collapse. So I just want to encourage everybody to get out there and try it. And by like the it. way, thank you, Lisa Carlin, another amazing activist who does so much great work, uh, uh, relentless uh, as well. Um, we are all going to do Wednesday, our lunch break live is going to a Burger King. You are all invited. And I urge other people in other cities like Adida and Donna, um, Donnie, I don't want to call you Donnie. Donnie, go to a Burger King, bring your friends and go live. Yeah. Go live on Instagram, go live on Facebook. Let's make this a global event. Yes, you know, vegans may not, this might not be their first choice because they may be interested in salads or um, great raw foods or super, super PhD healthy foods. But this is the day to go to Burger King Wednesday. This Wednesday, yes. August 8th. So can I get you to commit, Donnie and Adina? August that 7th. It's August 7th. Oh, okay. Whoa. Oh, August oh, 7th. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Because Lisa, my birthday is on August 8th, so Lisa, I know that. Lisa, always on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, you are always on top of it's it. It's Wednesday. Thank you. When, this Wednesday. I want to make a point about something. 1974, you might remember this, you all. The slogan for Burger King is, have it your way. 
guess what? We're going to have it our way. So you're going to make sure you, you know, design it yourself and bring your own veginets if you want, which is what you're pointing out. Get the Chipotle style veginets by Follow Your Heart or whatever it is. But I love that slogan, have it your way. So we can have it our way as vegans and the non-vegans can have it their way too by trying it, right? Yeah. So in New York City, what are you guys going to do to get the troops out? Well, you know, it just so happens that there is um, a rodeo protest planned on Wednesday in front of Madison Square Garden because, unfortunately, they're trying to organize for the first time in 30 years a full rodeo appearing in Madison Square Garden. And we are working very hard, Animal Cruelty Exposure Front, Nora Marino, to try to get this horror show canceled. So I'm going to make sure that all of the activists going to that protest troop on over to the nearest Burger King and... Buy the, buy the impossible Whopper so that we can increase the sales. And I'll be widely um, spreading the word on social media that it is so important. If this is a test for a Burger King to see whether it sells, even if you don't plan on in the future buying this regularly as a vegan, we need to be there and support this product to ensure that for the mainstream, it is available. So Wednesday, we'll, we will be out there and try to go to multiple Burger Kings also. Ooh, oh, wow. what an idea. Wow. Now, uh, <laughs> hopefully you'll go live. We're going to see the rodeo protests on Jane Unchained, and we will see your Burger King visit on Jane Unchained. We invite everybody. Which is the one we're going to in L.A.? I think we'll um, go to Santa Monica, and we'll put it out there on social media to all the Los Angeles. But you know what, Jane? We may need to go for dinner, too. We might have to do two. Okay, well, let's start with one. Lunch break live. Lunch break live. This Wednesday, we're going to post where we're going. I think it's in Santa Monica. Yes. We are going to post it. We invite everybody to join, to to go and uh, make this a celebration so that we can um, really mark a moment in time. Let me say this because I know both of you are horse lovers. You know, people have always fought for horses and horrible things are still happening because of the Bureau of Land Management and uh, obviously the carriage horse industry. But uh, the biggest event for horses in the history of humankind was when the electric carriage came along. This is the electric carriage of the animal world. This is a moment where we are going to give people who crave the taste of meat the taste of meat without torturing animals. And I cannot emphasize it enough. Donnie Moss, what are your thoughts as we look back? Let's say we jump 10 years ahead and we look back at this moment. What what do you think the significance of this moment is, Donnie? Uh, you know, I think in the same way that we look back on past injustices, uh, whatever they may be, and there's so many, and we, we we look back with judgment. How could how could our predecessors have, have done this or that? Uh, in the past, we are going to look back at, at, at this time where people st- still are consuming animals in spite of the cruelty, in spite of the health of impact on our health, and in spite of the fact that it's destroying the planet, pe- people are going to look back and say, how did they do that? And so it's, it's, it's an exciting time for me because I feel, and for all of us, because we know that this is, in fact, the tipping point. You know, something What's different now is that we have so much more information about the impact of eating animals on our health, on the planet, and on the animals themselves, thanks to these undercover investigations. We've never had this much information, nor have we ever had this many alternatives. So it's like this perfect good storm of, of things that are coming together to move the needle in the direction of, of everyone making the upgrade to a plant-based diet. 
And you were talking about some New York Times articles uh, that really outlined the horrors of the antibiotic use on factory farm animals and the potential impact on human health. Can you summarize what you uh, read in the New York Times, Donnie? Yeah, ju- amazingly, just yesterday, the New York Times had a cover story, I don't know if you can see it here, and I'll just, I'll just read you the title, Across Farms, Illness Sleuths, Detectives, a hit brick wall, hit a brick, hit brick walls. I'm just going to read you one paragraph, which shows, which is, is another very important reason why we should all stop consuming animal protein. The surge in drug resistant infections is one of the world's most ominous health threats. And public health authorities say one of the biggest causes is farmers who dose millions of pigs, cows, and chickens with antibiotics to keep them healthy, sometimes in crowded conditions before slaughter. We know that 99% of the animals who are raised for food in this country are kept in, in, are intensively confined in warehouses. And these farmers have to give them antibiotics to prevent this, or to attempt to prevent this, the spread of disease. Well, these animals are becoming resistant to the antibiotics and they're, they're transferring that antibiotic resistance to humans through their flesh. Now humans are getting sick and dying from antibiotic resistance because of how recklessly we've used antibiotics in farm animals. Just another reason to stop eating animals, Jane. Oh, I mean, we have dodged a bullet so far when it comes to a pandemic, but uh, it's, it's, it's very possible. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's another reason. There are so many reasons. And, you know, it's interesting because the media has not covered this. Uh, I was in the mainstream media for 38 years, okay? And uh, I was an outlier doing every, by hook or by crook, getting the message out, often getting, you know, blowback over the course of my whole career um, and basically uh, being dismissed. And the now that people are making money off of it, it's being taken seriously. That is the criteria that, you know, our, our society uses. In fact, one of the reasons I turned Jane Unchained into a nonprofit, everybody, my non-vegan friends would ask me, how are you going to monetize it? That was the only question they had. I said, how do they monetize the Underground Railroad? So I turned it from a money pit into a nonprofit because I figured they can't get their heads around doing anything that either it has to be a nonprofit or you got to make money off of it. So um, now that the Beyond Meat Burger and the stock market's crashing today and it's only gone down a couple of points uh, compared to other other companies that have really dropped precipitously, um, the Beyond Meat Burger shot from $25, its opening price up to, I think it's like, a, as you mentioned, $175, Dottie. Uh, and it was up in the 200s for a while. Yes. So uh, uh, now, now the CNBCs of the world and the, the, all the business networks are starting to take the plant-based movement seriously. Why? Because they see dollar signs. So let's talk about McDonald's. What is wrong with McDonald's? Um, we uh, covered a major protest outside of McDonald's in Alexandria, Virginia, last week at the Animal Rights Conference. Uh, more than 140 people uh, demanding, and it was organized by the Humane League with participation for Mercy for Animals and other groups, uh, Compassion Over Killing, I believe, uh, demanding better treatment for chickens, who are the vast majority of animals killed, but also a lot of the people on the line were like, when is McDonald's going to get hip to the vegan options? Is it the Sears 
of our era. Uh, before you answer that question, let's go to a caller, Jessica in Reddington, Pennsylvania. Your question or thought, Jessica? Hi. Um, the Burger King near me actually is selling them today. Whoa! <laughs> I'm eating one right now. <laughs> You're eating one right now? Oh, yeah. my God. This is great. Well, I know that they had rolled it out at selected restaurants and selected markets, and on Wednesday it's going nationwide. Well, what do you think? You're you're eating it. I love it. I told them I haven't been in a Burger King in 20 years, and um, I gave them a card too. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I haven't been in a Burger King in. Yeah. I, I I don't go into these fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, right. Uh, the only time yeah, I, I love it. It's delicious. Fast food restaurant was to use the ladies' room when I was on a long trip to uh, Northern California, but yeah. I didn't buy anything. So I'm willing. Listen, these are boxes. It's not. It's not like uh, we need to demonize it. If they, if the box changes and starts incorporating plant-based options, that is, that is how we hit the tipping point. Because again, we're not going to magically wake up and tomorrow everybody's going to be, be vegan. It's going to be a right. big-ish thing that happens gradually. Already, I go into some places here in California. They don't say vegan anywhere. I was in a juice bar the other day and I looked around. And I said, wait a second. Is this a vegan restaurant? Because I don't see anything that has any animal or dairy in it. And I looked and I looked and I looked and I realized they didn't know they were a vegan restaurant. That's an example of hitting the tipping point where uh, literally there are restaurants here in California that are 90% vegan and they just offer, for example, an egg. I'm not endorsing eggs. I know they're horribly cruel. I know the male chicks are ground up alive. I'm not endorsing it. But what I'm saying is it's a process, not an event. And that is part of the process. And that's one of the reasons why Kathy Freston wrote the book, Vegan-ish. How does change occur? Okay, so uh, why don't you weigh in on that, uh, Adina? I think if we look at any social justice movement trying to change the established status quo, it happened, as you said, there was a progression towards that in stages usually. So, um, you know, animal agriculture and eating animals is so deeply embedded in our culture in the United States and other cultures that, like you said, it's not going to change overnight. But over the past few decades, I mean, the animal rights movement is really still in its infancy, really, um, in this country. But we are making incredible strides to the point of now where these ideas are in the mainstream. Of course, we have a long way to go before we reach um, the level that we want to reach as animal rights activists and vegans, but we are getting much closer there. And it is a progress, a progress of changing hearts and minds and reaching people and different people are reached in different ways. Some people care about health. Some people care about the environment. Some people care about animals. Some care about all of those. So we have to have different tactics, different kind of campaigns, reaching out and educating people in those ways. But certainly we all eat food. We're a big food culture in America. Food is so important. And the accessibility of plant-based food that is affordable, that tastes good, um, that's healthier, that is a key part in making this progress towards a vegan world. I know you wanted to say... uh, that celebrities joining, we live in a celebrity culture. We, we live in a culture that cares about money and we live in a culture that cares about celebrities. The biggest one, 
Kim Kardashian went vegan. I mean, if if you wow. the idea that Burger King is selling the Impossible Whopper and Kim Kardashian, pretty much the most famous person aside from you know who in, in America, is vegan. Uh, yeah. Well, Beyonce with her message, Billie Eilish, who's a a, a young uh, activist who got on board when she saw the Fairlife videos and 26 million Fairlife and Coca Cola. If you're following Jane and Jane, you'll you know about the cruelty that happened in uh, Fair Oaks Farms. Um, she went out and she posted those videos, and then at her concerts, I guess she's been saying things. We've had activists there giving out leaflets at her concert. She's on a global concert. Billie Eilish, uh, 26 million people. We have my, my, Maya, who is an incredible uh, urban rap artist who's talking about her veganism. Uh, Frontman from, what is it, uh, Will I Am? He's from Black Eyes Peas. And Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg's all over social media talking about his veganism. We also have uh, Kyrie Irving, NBA star, and Jaden Smith just had a food truck giving out free vegan food to the homeless in his love restaurant. He also has his just delicious water. Why okay. Is it delicious? Let me jump planet, in. So, Hardy's has announced plans. Thank you for that update <laughs> from our the update. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Hardy's has announced plans to test a Beyond Meat thick burger and a Beyond sausage on a Hardy's biscuit starting October 28th, 2019. This wow. comes just days after a change.org petition asked the change to include Beyond Meat option. So that's another point is that for people say, well, this is all a business decision and we can't have any uh, impact on it. No, all of those petitions that we sign, the protests we go to, the vigils, it is changing the culture. We are doing an end run around the mainstream media blackout on this issue. And we know that because the most commercials that you see on mainstream TV, advertiser-based TV, are meat, dairy, pharmaceuticals. And there's a reason they call it the Food and Drug Administration. First, they got to get you sick with the food. Then they sell you the drugs. We know that they are not covering this. Uh, I'll give you one of the most poignant and gut-wrenching examples. When Hurricane Florence happened and, and all those millions of animals drowned in those concentrated animal feeding operations and uh, groups who had been severely impacted, environmental and animal groups, by this horror show, held a news conference in North Carolina, near the Capitol. Uh, the media came, they never put it on. They rolled their cameras. They got people saying, no more CAFOs till we figure this out, till we figure out the connection between concentrated animal feeding operations, factory farming, and these horrible hurricanes. They, none of the media aired it. What did they air? They aired a barbecue for the victims, a meat barbecue for the victims. Donnie, if that doesn't crystallize, right, the, the moral bankruptcy of mainstream media today when it comes to this issue, I don't know what does. You know, it, it's interesting because a, a few days ago in the in the UK, there were images that came out of, of thousands of chickens who uh, died from heat exhaustion on a factory farm. And the, the bodies were just piled up outside of these huge warehouses where they're raised. And it, it, it hit me. The reason that the animal agriculture industry is losing animals to, to heat waves is because the animal agriculture industry is causing climate change. 
and and we need the mainstream media to make that connection. And, and you know, the animal culture industry is now a victim of its own crime, in a sense. Uh, of, and of course, the real victims here are are all of the animals. And one and one one positive development in all of this is that we're now seeing the climate movement, the environmental movement take on the issue of animal agriculture, something that they didn't do for so many years. Think when Al Gore made the movie An Inconvenient Truth, even he wasn't vegan, and now he is. And we're seeing the reality is that climate activists, environmentalists have to embrace the, tr- the, the, the switch to a plant-based diet if they're going to have any success at all in saving the planet. And we're getting so many comments on our Facebook stream uh, we have the amazing Amy G. Davis, who uh, runs Los Angeles Animal Save, the largest save group in the world, that bears, who bears witness, we all bear witness, to the pigs going to slaughter, uh, and that happens on Monday night, so that's tonight, uh, to know, she says, to know that thousands of people will not be eating cow flesh all over the country, and the result, resulting vegans who come from that is so awesome which is a really good point. It's, it's, there may be people who are teeter tottering. We all meet them every day. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. I know I've got to cut down on my meat, but what do I eat? Uh, I'm, I'm struggling. I think we've all met those people Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I empathize with their, uh, listen, when I got sober 24 years ago, I thought I'll never go to a party again. I'll never have fun. Um, I'll never make a fool of myself again. That was definitely not true. (laughs) Um, I, I just remember it now. Um, I'll never enjoy a sunset. I mean, all the things I thought were out of my life because I associated them with alcohol and now I'm making more of a fool of myself than ever before and uh, having more fun. And, uh, you know, my favorite, my favorite experience is when people say, are you okay to drive? Cause I'm completely <laughs> sober now, 24 years and still, but the point is that when people experience this beyond meat burger and they realize, wow. I'm still standing. I didn't, uh, you know, nothing happened to me. I'm fine. And uh, gee, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do this thing. Uh, That's when, that's when the real change is going to occur. You can't, I don't think blood, you know, scold people into this. I think it's more of, Hey, look at this fun thing we're doing. And it's so fantastic. I mean, do do you see that as part of the shift Adita? Yeah, I think, attracting people instead of repelling them general generally works people want to be to make a change when it looks attractive when it seems normal when it seems fun when it seems easy and um for a while uh i've been vegan almost 20 years now and i don't think that then almost 20 years ago that people in the mainstream necessarily felt that way because it just wasn't as normalized to be a vegan and there wasn't the the uh, um, accessibility and ease to eat vegan as there is now. So I think whenever we want to attract people, doing it um, in a loving, fun, um, attractive way brings more people into our tent. Like you said, we want to have a big tent. We don't want to make it um, a tiny little cult of just uh, those who are already in it. We want to grow this movement. And uh, you've got more breaking news. Breaking news. The film, The Game Changers, is coming out on September 16th around the nation. I'm not sure globally what that's going to be. It's but that day, theaters. Get, it, get your tickets. We want to sell out that night. I'm not sure about the rest of the run. I know they're promoting that night. 
the same thing. We want to galvanize, show up, and share with our non-vegan friends who are bodybuilders, our men friends, our women friends. We've got Dotsie Bausch in the film, who's an Olympian cyclist. We've got um, Dom Thompson. We've got um, Tori Washington, who are all bodybuilders, who are great. And that um, football team. Uh, with Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee with, Titans. With, yes, with Derek Morgan and Chef Charity Morgan, his wife, who cooked all this delicious food for the team. And they, many of them were vegan. So yeah. that's so, a great yeah. And, and just so you know, we're, in fact, on our to-do list today, when this was over, I was going to discuss with you which theater are we going to gather yes. people? We need to get, because I know it's showing in Playa Vista. It's showing in um, various uh, theaters on uh, September 15th. And uh, so ev- that's the national launch of it. So it's all coming together. It's all coming together. I mean, after our years and years of struggle, uh, where, you know, sometimes I'm sure, you know, you get, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm uh, fighting, fighting, fighting. When's the change going to occur? When people are going to wake up? It seems like the culture is waking up. That is a Sunday, September 15th. And uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's actually debuting on the 15th. I believe it's the 15th, you right, everybody? 15th? Wait, we better double check. No, I think it's the 16th. I know. Now I'm thinking it's the 16th. It's okay, the 16th. it's the 16th. Oi. Okay, so we're, one, we're 0 for 0 on the dates here. So debut of Game Changers movie in theater. I believe I wrote down the 16th, but let's double check. I'm going to double, double check right check. now. Double but the point is, this is another thing we can do, and we want to get people together in groups to go to these theaters. This, These are the most important things we can do. Yes, I love to go to a protest. The official animal rights marches are happening globally coming up uh, this weekend uh, uh, on the uh, 10th. Yes. Uh, we are all going to be marching here in Los Angeles, and that's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing, but just as important, and we're there, official animal rights march, and I know they're happening in London various times, in New York, and all globally, but just as important as that is showing up for these seminal game-changing events. Wherever you are, go online, look up Game Changers, the movie, okay? And you can do it while you're eating your Impossible Whopper, (laughs) vegan Impossible Whopper, uh, and uh, show up at that movie theater. We got to pack that house and uh, bring your your pre-vegan friends, okay? Because it's not graphic, uh, and it's, and especially people who are into fitness, uh, this is going to, this is going to be a game changer for It's coming together. I see things coming together finally. Uh, And it's global too. Uh, There's a, uh, the success of a vegan sausage roll, a British savory pastry snack has helped a UK bakery chain report a huge rise in profit. Okay. Greg's described exceptional training performance as a result of the best-selling vegan sausage roll, which uh, Piers Morgan attacked. Uh, Ironically, that backfired. And gave it even more publicity. And somebody said the attack was like a PR master's uh, dream because by Piers Morgan being this sort of backward, cynical critic, he's just bringing more attention. So in a way, uh, Donnie, when uh, the meat and dairy industry tries to outlaw, for example, the word milk uh, to describe a a plant-based milk, Uh, When they try to outlaw now the word meat to describe plant-based meat or cheese to describe plant-based cheese, in a way, couldn't that backfire and actually give more attention to 
the plant-based um, sector? Of course, because the mainstream media are then covering it and raising awareness of the widespread availability and the popularity of plant-based milk. And I know, Jane, when you started Jane Unchained uh, uh, several years ago, one of your objectives was to circumvent the mainstream media, which was ignoring animal rights issues. But that's changing. That's changing now, not only because of the advent of all these plant-based alternatives, but because of a grown consciousness and care about uh, compassion around uh, the treatment of animals. I just, as my last thought here, I want to encourage people to look at a story in the New York Times yesterday called, entitled, Lori, a piglet abducted in the night, shines a light inside of a hidden world. This was a huge story with photographs about an activist group called Direct Action Everywhere going into a pig farm, bringing a piglet out, and this piglet was so sick, and this piglet had multi-drug uh, antibiotic resistance, and, and so, uh, so there's hope. There's really a lot of hope. So many things are changing. Yes, the paper of record finally covering these stories. Uh, the New York Times, which has ignored the issue. Uh, we went to a New York Times climate change conference here at Paramount Studios, and they didn't mention animal agriculture. Then they served pork and chicken, and uh, we were thrown out when we went live, you know, basically shut, shut down. Um, but you know what? I applaud the New York Times for covering this. I applaud the New York Times for covering direct action everywhere and covering open rescue and talking about antibiotic resistance. I applaud Burger King for the Impossible Whopper. I applaud all of these companies who are changing, changing, changing. We've got to end it right there. Adida, Donnie. And September 16th. September 16th. Game Changers. 600 theaters around the world. And this Wednesday, Impossible Foods. Australia. Impossible Burger. U.S. Okay. We, we're, we're, it's happening, people. Share this video. Woo. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.